to a special donut box episode of... Brutal Battle. What is the donut box? Well, this is something that's very special that's put out by The Brewery, spelled B-R-U-E-R-Y. If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know we are big fans of The Brewery. We're part of their now Hoarders Society membership. That's new in 2021 for us. Prior to that, we were part of the the Reserve Society, and prior to that, the Preservation Society, which is kind of the tier ladder you have to climb. So we figured, we got our hands on this donut box, this very special donut-inspired box of beers from the brewery, and we figured this would be a really cool episode for a few reasons. One, these beers sound interesting. Two, they're based off donuts. Who doesn't love donuts? And three, a lot of people probably weren't able to get their hands on this box, So for anyone out there with curiosity about this box, here you go. We're going to taste the beers. We're going to break it down. And we'll also end up telling you kind of how they presented it because they had a really cool presentation to it. It wasn't just, hey, this is our box of donut beers. Here are the beers. Uh, They did a lot of interesting packaging with it. I was pretty blown away, to be honest. So it just goes to show that the brewery out of Placentia, California, by the way. Did I say that already? Okay, there you go. But they also have a location in D.C., which is where we pick up our beers. Yeah, and they ha- we were just there to pick up beers, and they still had some donut boxes there. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay, well then if you're hearing this in time, you can still get some of their donut boxes if you're on the East Coast at the D.C. store for the brewery. I think they call it the Brewery Union Market. Yeah. So check that out. Um, there are at least a few still available. Yeah, they were stacked up there by the cash registers. So before we get into the beers, what do you get in it? It's a very nice looking box that has branding on the outside of not only the brewery, but all of the donut shops that the brewery worked in collaboration with for each of their beers. Because each beer is based off a donut from a different donut place. Uh, And so we'll read the information on the beers because I'm sure they have information about that on each one. Um, So as we go through, we'll do that. But um, so they have that branding. The box overall that holds everything is hot pink. Yeah, it looks like a bakery box. Yes, and that's the cool thing. Like, this is what I'm talking about with the cool branding of it. Uh, They made it look like a donut box. Then you open it up, and there's a lot of cardboard to kind of keep things from moving around. Because they have eight beers in there. There's only four different beers, but there's two of each. So um, you get four different donut-inspired brews. Uh, all barrel-aged, by the way, which you'll find out as we go through. And they had them standing up. So they, they literally had, like, a piece of cardboard in the bottom that had slots for the beers to go into so they could stand up. So it was, like, four in a semicircle on one side and four, another four in the semicircle on the other side. And then in the middle, there are two glasses. And the glasses say the brewery on them, and they're nice-looking glasses, but they also have, like, cartoon-looking donuts Donuts. that have, like, arms and legs and faces, and they have beers with them as well. So it's like this cartoonish marriage of beer and donut. I think the design looks cool. Oh, yeah, it's super cool. It's fun. It's cool. I'm glad to get that glass. So two glasses come in that. Now, we split our box with uh, some family members, so we only kept one of the glasses, so a little sad about that. We'd like to have two of those glasses. We don't have room for two glasses. I know, we don't. But we would have made room <laughs> yeah. in that instance. Because those are cool. We don't have, like, many cool-looking glasses yeah. like that. We have ones that just, like, have names of breweries for the most part. Which is fine enough. But 
Uh, also inside you have like a main card that kind of does the breakdown of all the beers and the inspiration and who they worked with. But then you also end up having little individual cards about each each beer. And also each one of those has like a coupon on it for different things having to do with the donut shops. So like there were some, some I can't remember off the top of my head because we don't have it anymore. I didn't keep those. But I did take pictures of the box and the glass. So I do p- plan to try to remember to put that on the website. So if you go to BrutalBattle.com, you can just look and see a picture of what the box looked like when I opened it, and then a picture of the beers and a picture of the glass. So you can see it there. But you can probably also just find that by just Googling, doing Google images and brewery donut box, I'm sure. So, yeah. So just those individual cards with, with the coupons. And I think some of them had like X percent off of 12 donuts from this place. Yeah. You know, things I don't like think that. It, no one was close to us, so we... Yeah. Well, and the other, the last thing I want to say about the packaging, on the inside, they had a lot of the same images and, like, cartoonish donuts and beer that they did on the glass. Oh, I didn't miss that. Yeah. So, very impressive in my opinion. Yeah, it looks super cool. I thought it was going to be more plain than that, but they, they went above and beyond in my opinion, and I hope that shows up in the execution of the beers too, which I think will probably be the case. And the first beer we're going to do, now we're just going to run through the beers. The first one we're going to do, this is very different. So, Rebecca, you okay. can take it away. So, this is called Cherry Blossom, spelled B-L-A-W-E-S-O-M. E. There. Forgot the E in the end. <laughs> um, it's a bourbon barrel-aged blonde stout with cherries, almonds, graham cracker, milk sugar, and Madagascar vanilla beans. And it is... Um, in collaboration with District Donut and Coffee, and it is 11.2%. Now, to my knowledge, the brewery's never done a blonde stout, or at least I've never known them. I've never seen, I've never had access to any blonde stout ever. I've never seen anything about a blonde stout by them. So when I saw that there was a blonde stout, actually, there are going to be two blonde stouts in this. When I saw that, I was like, that alone intrigued me mm-hmm. to want to get the box because I'm like, that's not something they've ever done. And I, I mean, I got to try that. I mean, let's be honest though. You were going to get it anyway. Right. Exactly. I was going to get it anyway. So they're, they're all 16 ounce cans and uh, let's get into it. I'm excited. I mean, I've had blonde stouts before. I don't think I've ever had a barrel aged blonde stout. Uh, yeah, we've never had barrel aged blonde stouts before, and it's been a long time since we've had just like a straight up blonde stout in anyway. Yeah, it's been a long time, a long time. Okay, so it's kind of like an amber. Yeah, it's very like orangey, reddy, brown. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. It's got like a orangish tan head to it yeah. as well with the way it's poured. Real thick. So, I mean, I guess blonde stout, but it doesn't like it doesn't look blonde. Yeah. But probably a lot of that comes from the extra ingredients like the cherries and also the barrel, barrel. aging and all that yeah. jazz. So get the cherries. I definitely smell those cherries. It's a very distinct fruity note that just pops out in there. That's kind of all I'm getting. I'm getting a little sweetness. It smells like like a brown sugar. Yeah. I'm with you. I definitely smell that kind of brown sugar note. Um, I'm also getting a little bit of wood from the bourbon barrel. Okay. But there is kind of, there's a decent sweetness on the nose. 
it's a lot more dialed back than I thought it would be nose-wise. But yeah, the brown sugar, definitely the cherries. Those are the two things that really, really stand out. And overall sweetness, the wood. I feel like if I really try, can I get a little bit of the almonds? Oh, maybe, maybe a little bit. I'm going in. I'm getting some of the vanilla too. It's very slight. It's very low. But yeah, still getting some of the vanilla. So, A lot of cherry on the taste. Whoa. I don't think I've ever had Oh my much. gosh. Besides Mad Elf by Trogues, I've never had so much cherry in a beer. And it's and to be to be uh, clear, it is cherries. It's not like cherry flavoring, yeah. and it tastes like actual cherries. So it's pretty nice. Um, it's like cherry. I get the brown sugar with the cherry though. Yeah, and I'm getting the, I'm getting the vanilla. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That vanilla really strikes, and it's interesting because the vanilla along with the cherry and that brown sugar like gives a creaminess to those two notes as well. It's like you're getting the vanilla, but you're also getting, like, this kind of creamy mouthfeel and creamy taste to yeah. go along with the vanilla, which is doing really nice things to the cherry uh, because it feels like it's softening it. And you don't really like cherries. How do you feel about this beer? I like it. I mean, yeah. I typically am not a cherry fan, but if they're integrated in certain ways, like, there have definitely been cherry beers plenty of times that I'm like, I don't really like cherry, but the way this is done... I'm down with it. Yeah, I love cherries. So. I just will sit and eat a whole bowl of them. This is... So it's interesting because it's pretty light-bodied. I was just going to say, it's light, and I don't perceive the ABV. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. What was it again? 10... 11. 11. Jesus. 11.2. Tastes like 9 yeah. to me, maybe. Hmm. It's interesting because... As I continue to, to taste it, I'm getting more used to the cherry. So more of that brown sugar is kind of coming through. And it's also tasting, along with the vanilla, it's tasting a little bit caramelly. Mm-hmm. And that's probably just coming from the bourbon barrel. But it's it's changing flavor-wise in my mouth. And it's softening. And it's becoming more robust. And it's becoming more nuanced. Yeah, it's good. It's Yeah, it's serious flavors and a lot of flavor. But it also tastes... Way too light for what it is. Yeah. In not in a bad way. In a dangerous no, in, way. Yeah. Though. Yeah, no, I think it's mm. it's still it's light, it's flavorful. I really like that. Yeah, I like it a lot. This was probably the one I was most um hesitant about. Because of like, the cherry. Yeah, because with you know, with me, with other things too, like banana and spices and things like that and beers, it's always like a this could be something I really don't like. So I'm glad it uh, came out this way. I really enjoy this. So let me read about this. Cherry Blossom was inspired by a favorite donut donut of ours, released annually in D.C. Oh, for the Cherry Blossom Festival. To coincide with the Cherry Blossom yeah. season. The donut uses sour cherries, creamy frosting, interesting, almonds, and pie crust crumble. We did our darndest to recreate this donut experience in bourbon barrel aged liquid form with our friends at District Donut. Hmm. Sounds like I'd like to eat that donut. Well, after having this beer, yeah, I'd like to have that donut then. So District Donut must be in D.C. I wonder if yeah. they did have coupons for them. Yeah, while you're Erica and Nathan have it now, we'll have to we'll have to ask them to check those and be like, "Can you give it back?" 
Because <laughs> we'll go use it for those donuts. Okay, rinsing our glasses, and then we're going to the next one. Okay, so our next one is more of a traditional style barrel aged yeah. stout. This is not this is not one of the blonde ones. So, Rebecca, do you want to okay, do sure. that one up? This one's called Caramel on Parade. It is a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout with vegan caramel, cacao nibs, Madagascar vanilla beans, and pecans, and it is ten point three percent. And it is in collaboration with Donut Friend. This one sounds good too. I wonder what's up with the vegan vanilla. Yeah. I mean, if you have your phone handy, you can look up what constitutes vegan vanilla. I mean, or I'm sorry, vegan caramel. Vegan caramel. caramel. Yeah, that's right. Vegan caramel. Because caramel's made from brown sugar, but usually there's milk Milk included. So I wonder if it's like an alternative milk, like like an almond milk or something like that. I don't know. Although they probably have to say that because people are allergic to nuts. Mm. So they probably have to call that out. I don't know. Well, there's pecans in it, so the nut allergies would. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, not be able to Good drink point. this anyway. Good point. It's nice and dark. Yeah, it is. Yep, it looks like you would assume for a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout. You said ten point three. Okay, so this is almost a full percentage point lower. It's more actually. Oh, whoa, watch out there. It's condensation on that. Don't drop it. Yeah, so it just looks dark. It's got a decent so head. So chocolatey. Jesus. It smells like chocolate milk. Yeah, like it, really it really does. It smells like... I guess that's just the c- cacao nibs. Yeah, cacao. I'm trying to think what else is... Yeah. there's a, It's interesting, too, because there's almost like a little bit of like a malt Yes, it's smell. like a chocolate malt. Like yeah. A, like there, a Whopper chocolate malt. I smell like caramel, too. That caramel's pretty strong. And I'm digging on that. I slightly smell the pecans. Do you? Yeah, slightly, but I think it's because I'm looking for it. If you just gave me this without letting me know what's in it, I'm not sure I could pick those pecans out. Yeah, I can't pick them out. As I sniff it, the caramel becomes stronger and stronger, and the vanilla is starting to show up too. But yeah, it's mainly that chocolatey. It's just like... So chocolatey. Yeah. Milk, chocolate. Yeah. Smells good. Yeah, it smells very good. It smells decadent because of how chocolatey that is. Chocolate and Whoa. caramel. Jesus. That's the, 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 those are the main flavors for sure. Yeah, chocolate and caramel. Oh my gosh. Mm. And it's got this kind of a drying finish to it. Yeah, not too much. I wasn't expecting that at all, but yeah, it's not a lot, but it's just kind of seems a little weird that there is a kind of drying finish to it. Mm. But that's kind of turning that kind of like milk chocolate flavor up front into a little bit of kind of like a dark chocolate flavor at the end with that dryingness and a little bitter kick. Yeah, it's just like layers of chocolate upon chocolate and then a little caramel. I I don't think there's as much caramel as I would have liked. Yeah. It's there, but I would have liked more. Um, It's sweet, but not too sweet. I get more of the bourbon notes in this beer than I do that cherry blossom. And I like that. Yeah. But maybe part of that's because, like, the caramel's enhancing yeah. your perception of, of the, the bourbon. Because that's something you typically will get with bourbon. Right. 
Uh, there is kind of like a vague nuttiness to it, but I can't pick out, oh, there's pecans there. Yeah. It's good, though. But I do think that the pecans are probably contributing to the mouthfeel. What do you think? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read what's on the back here. It's hard to read because it's written in all capital letters. Do you want me to read it from my... I have more light over the side. Okay. Caramel on Parade was inspired by a vegan donut from our buds at Donut Friend in Highland Park, neighborhood of Los Angeles. This donut features uh, a most chocolate cake... A, oh, sorry. Moist. moist. People hate that word. <laughs> this donut features a moist chocolate cake topped with caramel sauce. That sounds good. Toasted pecans and chocolate glaze. Yeah, so a lot of chocolate. And it blew our minds. We couldn't wait to get to work on turning this tasty treat into a barrel-aged drinkable donut. I mean, from what they're describing yeah, of the like donut. really rich and chocolatey, decadent. It, yeah, I mean, it seems like what they described of the donut is coming through definitely in the beer. Yeah, I mean, this is like, yeah. Very chocolatey. Certainly a dessert. Yes. Stout, as people call them. But, hmm. I'm digging both of these quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, they're good. So, I, I am wondering, though, like, a side-by-side taste test, what... What is the difference taste-wise between regular caramel and, like, a vegan caramel? Probably nothing. I feel like there's probably, like, at least a slight yeah. difference that you can tell. I bet if you make it well, though, you can't tell the difference that well. Like, especially when you're eating it on something. If you're just going to eat a spoonful, maybe. I think it will also depend on... Who taste. made it. Well, who made it, yes, but also who's tasting it. Like, how good are your taste buds with it? Because I'm sure, like, there are people who can't taste all that great and those be like yeah this tastes like caramel yeah this tastes like caramel like they can't taste like deeper flavors or like differing flavors but yeah just a thinking out loud thing all right well let's move on to the third beer and we are going back to the uh blonde stout which i'm excited most about this particular blonde stout and this one is the Creme de la Creme, which is a bourbon barrel-aged blonde stout with dulce de leche, salt, and Madagascar vanilla beans. It's in collaboration with the, the Donuttery, and it is 11.1% alcohol. Never heard of... I, I've actually never heard of any of these donut places, by the yeah. way. But knowing that they make donuts, I would like to experience donuts from all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I like donuts. Rebecca actually is even more into I donuts. I really love donuts. Yeah. It's one of her big weaknesses, she's always said. She has a hard time saying no to donuts. Okay. Much like the other one, it's pretty amber in color. Yeah. Which, once again, assuming that's coming a lot from the bourbon barrel. But yeah, it's like orangish, brownish. Not a whole lot of head hanging out on the top. Mm. A little bit, though. It's caramel. The dulce de leche? Yeah, I mean, it smells like caramel to me. I feel like this is the one I smell the most booze on yeah, I thus see far. That. You definitely can smell the heat from the alcohol on it. Yeah, for sure. 
I'm not getting a whole lot. It's like caramel and booze, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess that's all you are going to get, right? And like, and like a just like this little sweetness to the nose mm-hmm. that is, is coming off like a little sugary, but yeah, I'm not getting a whole lot more. It yeah. does smell very light, uh, which I'm assuming is because of that blonde stout base. So that could be a really good thing because, like, with the cherry blossom, like, how nice that was. They have, like, uh, serious flavors but also, like, a light body. But you already took your sip. I'll take okay. mine. You go ahead and talk. It's so caramelly. Ooh. 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 Isn't it good? It I does think it's take... really good. Yeah. It's... Wow. Yeah, this is excellent. It's... I mean, it's it's definitely sweet. It almost is too sweet but it i think it's within check yeah it's very caramelly but it's also like sugary at the same time it does remind me a lot of a creme brulee how you have like that nice Mm -hmm. well like a caramel creme creme brulee maybe where you have kind of like that caramelly custard but then you also have that layer of caramelized sugar on top yeah so there is that kind of like sugary sweetness to it and like you said, it, it's going up to that line yeah. of, of getting to potentially be too sweet, but I don't think it quite steps over that line. Yeah. It's just kind of hitting the perimeter of it and being like, maybe I'll go over, and then it doesn't. Uh, I get a very present heat from yeah. the alcohol in the back of my throat. Yeah, you can definitely perceive the booze more, I think, in this one than we did the other two, for sure. And we got that on the nose and in the taste. Yeah. That said, it's still very smooth. Mm -hmm. Every time I take a sip, there's this really nice smoothness. And I think part of it is, because it's actually kind of creamy too. And I think that's where the vanilla is really coming in. Um, And I'm tasting the the vanilla as well going along with the caramel. Oh. So we have our first two beers already sitting here laid out in the order that we like them. And Rebecca already moved this can somewhere. I'm not going to spoil where it get, where it's going, but she moved it into her ranking place. Do you want to read the text on the back? Yes, I will. But uh, one last thing. I think the salt is helping with that creamy softness okay. to the beer as well. So I really like that in there. But it really is tasting a lot to me like a creme brulee dessert. Yeah. Which I I'm assuming that's what it was about. I think about. the booziness helps balance the sweetness, though, too. Yes. That's a good point. I agree with that. I think it's good. I like really you're, like it. You're really perceiving the booze, but it's not distracting. Like, it's not taking away from the beer, which is kind of a weird thing, because usually if you're really perceiving the booze that much, it is taking away from the beer in some way. But I don't know. And I love the light body of this. I think the blonde stout base is really a great choice for this particular one. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's really good. Okay, so creme de la creme was inspired by a donut that was inspired by the classic dessert creme brulee. I assume so. Our friends at the Donuttery are absolute wizards when it comes to taste, so we did our best to follow suit as fellow flavor friends. We decided to create a brand new bourbon barrel-aged blonde stout to recreate the toffee, burnt sugar, and vanilla notes present in the donut. We hope you enjoy. Yeah. Uh, we do enjoy. Yeah, we do enjoy. We will enjoy. We definitely enjoyed. Oop. Good thing that one wasn't open. You almost had that tumble almost on the Almost knocked that on the floor. Yeah. Okay. 
So our last beer is Abuelita's Special, which is a bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with cacao nibs, cocoa powder, Madagascar vanilla beans, and cinnamon. It is 10.5%, and it is in collaboration with Trejo's Coffee and Donuts. Yes, that Trejo. Danny Trejo, the actor, who I like and Rebecca has found an appreciation for after watching and loving... Con Air. Yeah, she thought going into it, she's just like, I think this, I don't know about this movie. And then we got done with it. And what was your review on it? I was like, I want to watch it again. <laughs> it is a fun movie. It's It really holds up, in my opinion. It's just like nonstop action and adventure. And Danny Trejo's in it. So, uh, Trejo, Danny Trejo actually has put his money into a lot of businesses. Um, I didn't know about Trejo's Coffee and Donuts until. I saw the information on this donut box. I knew that he had a taco place. Oh, really? That he has some locations of. At least one location. I don't know if there's more. But I didn't know about Trejo's Coffee and Donuts. So. I look like there's an image of him on the side. Yeah, yeah. Part, part of his face. The the taco place has his face as well. Oh, okay. So, you know, using the branding because people know him. So, it's smart. Uh, but this is the prettiest can because it's like a bright pink it matches the box that we were right. talking about that the donut beers were coming in. So, um, yeah, I really like the look of it. But I'm excited to get into this one. If you can't tell, we thought the last two beers... We saved the last two beers to be our last two beers because we thought they sounded the best. And we also wanted to alternate. We didn't want to have the blonde stouts. Did you, you didn't rinse them, did you? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, wow. That should be fine. I mean, if it... It would be a problem if we were going from this one to the blonde, yeah. but it's not a problem if we go from that the blonde to this, because it's lighter. It's dark. Yep. I mean, it looks like the Caramel on Parade, super dark, although it has a darker head to it than I think the Caramel on Parade did. It's even more dark brown. Looking good, though. Ooh. It smells so good. It smells like a churro. It kind of does smell like a churro, actually, because there's that very present cinnamon with, like, a nice kind of bready sweet sweetness like on the a, nose. Or like, like a, I mean, like a cinnamon donut. It really does, like, it does kind of smell like kind of, like, cakey, fried. Like a streusel. It, it's very interesting. In a great way. I love that. You're definitely, obviously, getting a lot of chocolate with cacao nibs and cocoa powder in it. There's no way you're not yeah, going to get a bunch of that. A lot of chocolate, Oof. a lot of cinnamon. And it's interesting because the smell is very much like that mixture of, like, a dark and a milk chocolate coming together to just be, like, this chocolate explosion. But the cinnamon is very, very present as well. Like, the cinnamon was the first thing that hit me on the nose. And you know how I am with spices in my beers. I think it smells appropriate for what the other flavors are, level-wise, well, aromas are. Hopefully the it tastes the way it smells, because then it should be within balance for someone like me. But we'll, we'll find out. It smells excellent. I love the smell of this. It's very balanced. Ooh. That cinnamon's really in check. I'm good with the, I'm okay with the cinnamon. For me personally, I kind of like a little bit less cinnamon perception, but I'm very particular about that, so I can see where most people would probably drink this and be like, I like where the cinnamon is. Yeah, I like it. 
I'd like it dialed back a little bit more, but I still enjoy the beer. There's so much chocolatey goodness to this beer. Yeah. And the cinnamon just kind of like hangs hangs out on top of each sip. It's, this is another one that's just very, des- I mean, they all are very desserty. I mean, they're all decadent, you know? Yeah. And at this point, this is, a, we broke it into two, so we already had finished the caramel on parade and the cherry blossom. And as those warmed up, um, I mean, you got even more of the caramel in the caramel on parade and even more of the cherry in the cherry blossom. So I'm assuming you'll get even more of the cinnamon when this one warms up and probably even more of kind of like probably the vanilla in the creme de la creme yeah. would be my guess. You're already getting that, a lot of the caramel. Yeah, because that caramel is already like insane in my opinion. Or the dolce de leche. Mm. Yeah, that cacao and cocoa, the way they mix those two together, it's really cool because it's like I was saying on the nose, where you you feel like you're getting milk and dark chocolate at the Mm -hmm. same time. Like, you have that bit of, like, a drying note, too, from, like, real concentrated dark chocolate, but then you have that milk chocolate that's creating that kind of creaminess as well with the chocolate. Yeah, and kind of like you were saying, like, the dark chocolate makes it so it's not overly sweet because you're getting that dark, kind of a little bitter. Yeah. Exactly. A little chalky, a little ashy. You know, and here, here's the thing. I'm liking this more now, too, because as I continue to drink it, my palate's getting more used to that cinnamon. Mm-hmm. So it's it's doing this thing where, like, my perception of the chocolate is increasing as my perception of the cinnamon is decreasing. So it's actually getting now to a level where I'm liking it more. Okay. So. I like it a lot. And I'm starting to get that vanilla coming through, too. Okay. I... These are all excellent beers. Yeah. I love them. Um, this one, the Abuelita special, is actually now kind of reminding me of, like, those chocolate cake donuts mm. that are usually my favorite style of donuts. Uh, I'm more of into, like, the dense chocolate cake ones than anything. So, it's just reminding me of that. <sighs> This is going to be hard. I like them all a lot. Do you want to read what's on the back of the Abelita special? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should. Good thing you're on top of things, because I'm not. Abelita special was inspired by a very special donut made by our friends at Trejo's Donuts in Los Angeles. Abelita's is a raised donut with dark chocolate and dark chocolate crumble. As soon as we tasted this delightful pastry, we knew it was a winner, and set our minds toward recreating it in a drinkable form, barrel-aged style. Hmm. Well, they did a really good job. Well, I mean, we haven't had the donut, so we don't know. We'd like to have the donut. Yeah. It'd be so cool if if they could sell the beers with the donuts. Right. And I'll just put this out there. If any of these donut places hear this episode and, you know, want to, like, ship us donuts or something, we would definitely do a showcase of your donut place. On an episode where we pair other beers with your donuts. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just saying. So District Donut, Donut Friend, The Donuttery, and Trejo's Coffee and Donuts. The ball's in your court. Yeah, here's your opportunity. (laughs) I assume that none of them will hear this, but if they did, it would be awesome. And we would accept those donuts. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, email at BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com about those donuts. Just saying. So now we're going to have to do the ranking, which I'm still undecided on my two and three at the moment. Can't retaste. Right. I, I'm pretty sure I know where I'm going, though. 
Okay. okay. I, I, I'm, I'm locked in. You go ahead. Okay. So my number four is the Cherry Blossom, which is the bourbon barrel-aged blonde stout with cherries, almonds, graham cracker, milk sugar, and Madagascar vanilla beans. My number three is the Caramel on Parade, which is the bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with vegan caramel, cacao nibs, Madagascar vanilla beans, and pecans. My number two is Abelita Special, which is the bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with cacao nibs, cocoa powder, Madagascar vanilla beans, and cinnamon. And my number one is the Creme de la Creme, which is the bourbon barrel-aged blonde stout with dulce de leche, salt, and Madagascar vanilla beans. So I'm a little different. Close. My number four is the Cherry Blossom, even though I think it's very impressive and very good. My number three is going to be the Abuelita Special by a nose. My number two is going to be the Caramel on Parade. And my number one is the Creme de la Creme as well. So our one and four are the same. Definitely the same. All of them are great. Kind of sad we didn't just get an entire box for ourselves. Although they still have a few. They do. If we go down again and it's still there, we might have to get it. We're not going down anytime soon, though. Well, okay, whenever we go down next, if there's any still there, which honestly, if people are hearing this and they're in the vicinity, shame on you if we go down in some months and it's still there, because you should be jumping on that, because these are awesome. I love it. So once again, if you want to see the pictures of the box itself, the glass, and also the beers, you can check that out on the website, brutalbattle.com. You can also get old episodes there. Or you can get them from archive.org, which is where we host our files. So just search Brutal Battle. Like I said, you can email us with you know ideas of beers you want on the podcast or certain types of episodes we haven't done in a while that you want us to. BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. Help us out by rating and review us, reviewing us on whatever podcatcher you use. iTunes helps the most, but uh, whatever you can review us on would help out. And also, word of mouth is great. Follow us on on. Tapped. I am Carlin Cook, Carlin C. I am Rebecca C. And then the last portion. Instagram, Brutal Battle Podcast. And the Instagram, if you want to like follow something of us, Untapped and Instagram are the best by far because that that's what has the most traffic and activity. We do have a Facebook page, but I've pretty much abandoned it because there wasn't a whole lot going on with it anyway it's just a pain to update and stay up to date with and yeah i'm busy we're all busy so yeah but we're going to enjoy finishing these Mm -hmm. off and thank you the brewery for doing really fun stuff like this i know they'll continue to do more kind of fun stuff like this so i look forward to it i think maybe next a pie box or an ice cream box, hmm. or a brownie box, or how about a cupcake box? Um, is there anything else that could be like kind of like real different? Maybe like a main course box where they kind of like try to base beers off oh, some interesting would, main courses. That would be gross, I think. Well, it depends on how you do it. it. It depends on what you choose and how you do it. And they can even do it not where like they base the beer inspired off of it, but instead they base it as supposed to be a pairing for mm-hmm. a certain dish. That's probably how you'd have to do the main course one. But the possibilities are endless, and the brewery's very creative and very good at what they do, so I'm sure we have more in store. 
And when they're happening, we'll be doing episodes for them. So I think the next big one you can probably look for is the Black Tuesday box, which we should probably end up doing at, toward the end of this year or beginning of next year. So look forward to that. Those are always fun. But thank you, everyone, for checking this out. Until next time. Keep it brutal. Keep it brutal.